sweet Arlene. In Arlene's house we live above the mutilated floor. Arlene tells us, this is what you do, this is what you don't. We keep watch over the reddening ivy. We take off our shoes indoors and don't hang up our coats and never mind the cold and the bleak outlook. We think of other moments. Baby, 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 take me home. Arlene has us in one room. At night we smother the window with a system of blankets and a towel balanced on the end of a broom. We remain sane despite the worrisome nature of details. All day we are smuggled through a city where ivy rests against walls seeming incredibly peaceful and we wish it could teach us something. We say, thank you Arlene. Thanks for this opportunity. Thanks for this shaft of light lying like a plank across the floor. Thanks for the visceral scrape of the freezer trays and for a picture of a lady with no clothes on. Most of all, thank you Arlene for giving us things we did not have before, like the chance to eat pears while looking out the window at a pear tree. We've confessed to Arlene, knees to our chests in the usual position, we repeated our ritual of shiver, breathe. We recited our mantras but they came out crooked and strange. We wished we had faith. We made this prayer a faithless one, it took all our energy to say, please help. We kneeled up in bed, we had the sheets in our hands like ropes. We needed something to hold, we sent it out. We didn't know if we were talking to God or Arlene or someone else. She was behind us like a devil. The devil had her hand on my back and she stroked our hair and she was sweet Arlene. We clung to sweet Arlene and to Arlene's whisper. It was peace of some kind, but we couldn't trust her. We were scared and we'd been up all night. Sorry, Arlene, our prayer was too weak. We were too tired to repeat our spell. On the tape, a doctor's voice said, imagine a place. We did, and that place was Arlene's house. All the colourful knobs of the oven and the rickety pans and Arlene in the quiet being wickedly calm. I called my baby, take me home. I said, we're afraid of Arlene's house and we're not safe in our bones. We rattled and kept ourselves awake. We knocked and knocked. Arlene gathered us up. She cradled us and shook us till we made a sound like a rain stick and we tried to materialise. I tried to be cheeks and hips and everything you need in a woman. We woke on a plane and my head was on my baby's lap and I thought Arlene had left us. When we landed my spirit was a rose. We boarded a train and I understood everything. I felt akin to the gleaming haunches of the taxi. Arlene did not. We shushed her and rocked her just like she taught us, we carried her back to our house.